A brand new umbrella stent designed to open up diseased arteries inside the cerebral circulation is showing mixed signs. Although it's a safe technique, the stents seem to clog up rather quickly. In one of the most popular conference sessions, Philippe Albuquerque presented the much-anticipated preliminary results of the wingspan study. I snatched a word with him afterwards. Could you just explain the background behind the treatment that you presented today? Uh, basically what we described were our initial four-center results uh, in the use of a novel uh, angioplasty and stent system for the treatment of uh, intracranial atherosclerotic disease. And who is that treatment aimed at? Uh, it's aimed at uh, generally uh, mid to elderly patients uh, who have suffered transient ischemic attacks or strokes as a result of hardening of the uh, brain arteries. And the hardening of the brain arteries is diagnosed with uh, Doppler or angiography? Or? Uh, it can be both. Uh, it can be uh, through Doppler, it can be through uh, cerebral angiography and it's often through CT scanning or MRI scanning. As well. How many patients did you look at? We looked at 116 patients in whom we'd had performed uh, angioplasty and stenting in 120, for 124 separate uh, arterial segments. And what were the results? What did you find? Basically, we found that um, the technical success of doing the procedure itself, uh, meaning uh, how easy was it to do the procedure and to deploy the stent, was excellent uh, and it approached 99%. Um, we did find that there was a, a complication rate of about 5%, um, meaning that uh, that compared favorably with patients that uh, did not receive the treatment and who were just treated with medical therapy. So uh, I believe it did show uh, real efficacy of this uh, particular device. And what were the complications? Uh, the complications are really attendant to uh, passing these devices uh, intracranially. There were cases of, uh, of vessel rupture, there were cases of stroke as a result of uh, vessel occlusion, uh, there were cases of uh, intracerebral hemorrhage. Uh, but again, that complication rate was relatively low. You had quite a high restenosis rate, yes. I noticed, and what can you attribute that to? Uh, I think it's, uh, as I tried to say in the talk, I think it's multifactorial. Uh, I think that there are a number of different uh, potential etiologies. Uh, one is progression of the uh, underlying disease process itself, the hardening of the arteries uh, comes back. It, it isn't just magically dispensed with just because we place a stent there. Um, there probably is some trauma to the artery or some uh, inflammatory reaction as a result of the stent that can produce the, the restenosis rate. And there's certainly that uh, portion of uh, the patient population that, that uh, may not respond to the medications that we put them on postoperatively or who may have discontinued certain medications uh, that can produce those results as well. So what's the future for this therapy? Is, is it a case of doing more, more cases to find out if that restenosis rate becomes significant in the future? Yes, I think so. Uh, even though there was a, a significant restenosis rate, the majority of those patients, about two-thirds, were asymptomatic as a result of that. Um, still, uh, despite you know, 116 patients, uh, it's still a small, relatively small number. I think we really need to continue to accrue, accrue large numbers of patients to really assess the, the efficacy of this device. And longer term follow-up as Absolutely. well? Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, we need five, ten year follow-up on these patients at least. Uh, really, we're just still uh, beginning now to acquire uh, the one-year follow-up data. Uh, what I presented here today was largely the three to six month follow-up data, so it's still uh, relatively early on in the process. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you.
Philippe Albuquerque, speaking to me at the International Stroke Conference being held here in San Francisco. For the Audio Journal of Cardiovascular Medicine, I'm Helen Morant.